0: Welcome to Enroute to Success, where we have raw, vulnerable conversations between Fitz DeSanto, Sam Boyer, and many talented individuals, unraveling the truths and principles of people's experiences, methods to grow, and discovering how to live a fulfilling lifestyle. Buckle up. The journey begins now.
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to our podcast. We are so excited today because we are joined, Mr. Dr. Sterling Peterson, a chiropractor, a fitness model, and simply a good human being. And we'll unpack that more later. I'm joined here by Sam. Hi, Sam. How are you? I'm good, Fitz. How you doing, man? I am good. Dr. Sterling, thank you so much for joining us today.
2: Of course. I appreciate it. I appreciate the intro. I'm a chiropractor. I try to be a good human human and uh, help people out and that's why i'm happy to be here absolutely thank you for
1: your time and taking this time you know we always our first question we always start with our friends to kind of just introduce themselves and know your background and a high overview where you're from you know and kind of just take your time in a high overview profile and why you do what you do and then as as we get done with that we can unpack it later you know so Mm -hmm. how sam and i does it but Yeah, I mean, I'll give you on the floor just to let our listeners know where you're from and your background.
2: Yeah. So I would normally say I'm from California, but I just moved to Florida. (laughs) So it's my, you know, it's it's an interesting change. But I did grow up in Florida since I was about four years old. My parents are chiropractors. They met in chiropractic school, which is a cool story in its own. And I kind of grew up playing sports. I was always an athlete. I was just interested in healthcare, sports, being active. That was always just kind of like a part of what I was always happy participating in. And as I kind of got older, I like I went through some ideas of what jobs I could possibly do, what careers I could do. And you know, interestingly enough, even though my parents are chiropractors, I was not pushed into chiropractic. Um, you know, from early on, it was just like, hey. Here's how come we love chiropractic, and uh, here are all these cool stories. But you guys need to do what what you're interested in, and it just kind of came to this point of like, you know, I could try to go like this. I was I was almost a pro a pro soccer player, and then that didn't quite pan out. And then I was like, but I'm not interested in becoming a coach. So I just and I just kind of came to this point of like, actually, chiropractic is awesome, and. Also, an active job that it's—I I, I treat it as a sport. Like I'm adjusting people all day, it's still like a sport. So I'm like still approach it as an athlete. I take care of myself. I go to the gym five days a week, and I love my parents, and we are extremely close. So it just seemed to be a good fit. Like I, I it just kind of was like, well, I I'm gonna do this then, and and that's kind of how how I came into becoming a chiropractor and I've enjoyed it ever since. And actually what's interesting is when I started chiropractic school, I told my parents, I was like, Hey guys, like I want to be a chiropractor, but I don't want to be a chiropractor in the same location forever. Some people do that's cool, but I want to do more traveling. I want to open up multiple offices. And if you guys are on that same page, then let's do it. But I don't want to just go through chiropractic school, end up in my parents' office and stay there forever. I just have like too many other things I want to accomplish. And they were totally like, yeah, that's been our dream too. We just haven't had the right team to do it. I'm like, okay, well then we're going to do it. And so that's what's happening right now in the process. (laughs) Thank you, Sterling.
1: That was really nice. And that was a good overview of the story. I'm going to unpack it a little bit sam is smiling because he's like he always does this you know (laughs) he's
0: the unraveler the unpacker (laughs) this is good
1: Uh, one kudos to the parents because for not forcing you to do on the chiropractic like you actually have to get that on your own right like you have to get into that realization i wrote that down because that's that's really important I do want to know, though, like what pushes you because I see I see your Instagram stories and I see all your you're so passionate about the adjustment, the fitness and helping others. I see the relationship with your dad are so close as well. I wanted to know, like, can you walk us through your thought process in relates to why you chose the chiropractic practice? And what made you decide on, okay, this is actually what I want to do. And this is worth what's going to drive me.
2: Yeah. So it was interesting. It was a couple of things. I, you know, I try to get back into the headspace of pre-chiropractic school, pre the whole experience, because that, that obviously changes everything. But pre, you know, when I was just an undergrad playing college sports and all that, I just, I looked up to a chiropractor. I was like, wow, they can adjust. Like that is not only super cool, but they can do nutrition and they can do all these other things. They can, you know, adjust, you know, kids, athletes, animals. They can do all this stuff. And I just, from my own experience, I know, you know, I I was having all all these issues. I would injure myself playing, you know, sports and I would just get adjusted. I'm like, wow, okay, that seems so quick. And I'm like, how come other people have these health problems when it's just so easy to fix. I I didn't really understand it. And then I just had this, like, you know, my parents would talk about chiropractic school and it was so tough. And I got my closest, like friends from chiropractic school. And I was like, this sounds like such a cool, like journey to experience, you know? And I just always had this in my head of like this, like ultimate cool job to become a chiropractor. And it was like so hard. And But in the end, you could do so many things within it that I was like, I like... I like the freedom and the aspect of it also being challenging that I had my parents to kind of help me through any tough times or if I ever get discouraged or I'm like, this isn't what I thought. And they're like, no, no, keep, keep going. This is just a hard part. And, you know, it, it was just kind of a combo of all of that. And that's kind of what helped me go, okay, I'm not, I'm going to take on this challenge of trying to get through chiropractic school and ultimately just become an awesome chiropractor. Yeah,
1: do you bounce ideas with your parents? I'm curious as far as like mom. Yeah.
2: I- <laughs> for sure. I mean, I'm I'm trying to take on the part of like where they see me as their equal in regards to ideas, growth, where we're taking the company and the business, especially with COVID, things changed so quickly that they kind of come to me for like, oh, okay, good. So you know Instagram and TikTok and all this other stuff. Like, I got our office of tiktok and we started off with like two views three views and then we have this guy who's like in our pt department who's like got jokes for days but he's like too shy on camera so we like actually got him to get on a few of these and then the office tiktok blew up and it blew my own tiktok like out of the and we're getting hella views and comments and i'm like you guys are cooler than my my own account now so (laughs) It's just kind of cool to do new creative stuff like that. And the goal is that they, you know, I, I go to them for, you know, like experience when there are tough times, how did we get out of it in the past or how did we, we grow in the past and hiring and all this other stuff. But I try to bring ideas to the table to take us where the future is heading and not just, you know, stay in the past of where chiropractic has been because things are changing so fast.
1: What a great relationship with your parents and also with with work, right, Sterling? Mm -hmm. And I have to say, too, I've seen some of your Instagram stories and I I just want to say that I love even just now that you're talking, I could see that you're so passionate about what you do. And I love that you also called out other chiropractors like guys, like what's going on? Cause like I saw that and I know that you really enjoy your job and also you're genuine about it and you have the client's best interest. So thank you for being that type of human being, because I have to say that honestly, I didn't have a good experience with other chiropractors before, and, yeah. but I trust you. I mean, I would go to you once yeah. you
0: come. You know what I mean? Like, that's something that Please I want do. to tell yeah. you now. It, yeah. But anyway,
1: Sam, do you have any other pressing questions? Because I know I'm talking too much, so.
0: In terms of actually what Fitz just shared, I've been on the opposite side of the spectrum, and I've had multiple adjustments and not like major injuries, but things that definitely needed chiropractic adjustment to fix and i i personally know the benefit and the reason in my own life but just for maybe some folks that haven't ever had an adjustment or needed one or or maybe new to this space and to kind of give you the chance to share but what do you in your mind how do you describe an adjustment to someone and and why is it important that certain people get that because they may not even know. So I want to have you yeah. kind of share from your side, that technical aspect.
2: Yeah. I, I think that's important too. And for one chiropractic is like really the only type of uh, person out there that adjusts the spine in the way that it gets adjusted in order to optimize your nervous system and and ultimately healing and having things operate at a hundred percent the way that they're supposed to. So obviously that can be done. You know, there there you know you can get a massage, you can get stretched, you can go to the gym, you can get PT work. All of that is helpful, but actually adjusting the spine is not done by anyone else to the degree that a chiropractor is able to do it. So. That's what's so cool about it is that unless you, you know, you, you have experienced it, it's hard to know that you don't require it or you, or you do, there are some people. uh, And and for me, it depends on the patient and who I'm talking to. I like to tailor it to that person. So for a person like you who maybe played sports, you you know, played ice hockey, contact sports, I wouldn't use the same explanation as I would for a person that's just been in tech forever and it's been on a computer and they're hunched over, you know, their kind of pain points and the things that communicate to them will be completely different, but chiropractic can equally help either of those people. So it just depends on what issues they're having, but ultimately, you know, the, you know, the overarching goal of chiropractic is just to allow you and your body to do and perform and feel the way that it's supposed to, which is a hundred percent, you shouldn't have aches and pains. You should be able to do anything you want to, when you want to, and you should not let anything within your, in your body hold you back from doing things you enjoy, hanging out with your family, playing sports, going to the gym, picking up a bunch of suitcases as you're traveling. Like you should be able to do all that without the the thought of, am I going to injure myself? Is this going to like put me out of my vacation? I'm not going to do this. Or like, I can't sit for too long. I can't stand for too long. Those should not be a question if you're at hundred percent.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I can totally attest to that because I actually had to be like helped off of the ice when I had a rib pop out of place and then my neck locked up and I physically couldn't move anymore. So I know from that side of it to just feeling out of adjustment is the best way that I know how to say it now is not feeling that 100% you know fluidity in my body and some of those aches the adjustment has always for me put me in a way better state it's almost like yoga or like some form of zen for me afterwards I'm like I feel right again so i definitely understand that but beyond that what are some of that you've seen for for some of your patients what are some of the more like long term benefits of actually continuously going to be adjusted more regularly rather than like waiting for an injury and, and having that consistency and being adjusted. What are some of those benefits that you see for people?
2: Yeah, for me, I mean, I think that's the way it should be done, but there's a fine line between that and then having to get adjusted all the time forever because you're not healthy enough or strong enough or able to withstand your posture. So you have to use the chiropractic almost as a crutch. It's a blend of that. And you have to have a person that's able to determine, do you require adjustments so often because otherwise, you know, you hurt yourself and it's your crutch or is it just a part of your routine for keeping you as healthy and optimal as possible? So for me, I like to get adjusted every two weeks at least just because I know with what stress it puts on me, the gym, I'll play basketball, I'll play like soccer, I'll do all these things. And I just put stress on my body. And I know I need to like, you know, as, as I go to the gym to stay, to continue to stay in shape, I get adjusted to continue to stay healthy. Also. It's like you only go to the gym when you're like out of shape and then you stop when you're in shape again, and then you wait. And then when you're out of shape, you go to the gym good, I'm in shape. I'm going to stop now. It's like, it should just be like, let's stay in shape. You know, that's why you continue to go to the gym and you continue to eat healthy with just how humans are designed. It takes a lot of upkeep, unfortunately, to like stay really healthy. A person who's like, like an athlete, they eat so much. They train hours a day just to be strong and fast. And it takes so much effort. And that's just what humans unfortunately need in order to be able to optimally be as healthy as they should be.
0: Yeah, definitely. No. And I appreciate you giving that analogy. Cause I know, like you said, it's different for all people. And I think it totally makes sense. Like, yeah, why don't we consistently go to the gym, stay healthy, stay in shape. Why don't we stay adjusted as often as each person needs it? So that's a, a great example Thank you for sharing that. Fitz, I know, I know you got a a question or two. I yeah. see you leaning <laughs> in. <laughs> so that's I'll let I'll Q, let you take it. That's our cue, Sterling, by the way. If you see us, like this is
1: our kind of like mind reading cue. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have to say too, Sterling, the way you articulate that was very thorough and it's very important because for somebody that don't know or never heard of it or i I like it a lot you know so what you did there was so good and you're not even pitching you're just really telling your passion and and i really appreciate that for my follow-up question with that with sam's question is the frequency of it so for instance for an average person um just like you said right like if somebody goes to the gym five times a week and been active their whole life like myself How would you define, would you say the frequency of the adjustment should be at least twice a month or so, or every two weeks, like you said, if somebody's very active?
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, again, it's hard to, it's, it's, it's impossible to say unless I like get my hands on you. And I'm like, because for you, you could say, I feel great. And then I test some stuff out. I'm like, yo, your hip doesn't move at all. And you're like, oh, I had no idea. You wouldn't know unless I like checked it out. And so, you know, kind of at the start of a program, it's good to just do things a bit more frequently just to see how you respond. And at a certain point, the person and and like the spine and the body will tell you, and you'll be able to feel you. A person will come in and it's like, dude, you feel pretty good. I don't even know if you require an adjustment today. This is great. How about we push you out and see how long, you know, you're able to stay healthy for, right? And I I think, which is also important to get a good chiropractor who you understand and they understand you and you guys are on the same page with everything because, you know, ultimately I think chiropractic is important to maintain and continue to do but it's not something that you should like have to do all the time. It's like, it should just be like, like the gym is just easy to use. You go to the gym to stay in shape. Do you have to go five days a week? No, you could probably go three days and get a good one in and still stay in pretty good shape, but you still need to like have it there as a part of the routine. So truthful answering
1: like a truthful (laughs) chiropractor.
2: Thank you. (laughs) You're you're very (laughs) welcome. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Sam, do you have any other pressing questions in relates to chiropractic practice? Otherwise, we'll move on to the next.
0: I mean, I have tons of questions, and I, I probably need an in person consultation <laughs> for all of them. But <laughs> but no, in terms of, yeah, <laughs> in terms of time, no fits. We can we can move on to the next one. Yeah, well, you know, we've been
1: talking about clients. We've been talking about. How do you deal with clients, Dr. Sterling, but right now I want to kind of shift the gear towards you. I I love how you never forget the mantra that Sam and I both drive, which is gratitude. We're grateful for everything that we have all the time. Like I see you with nature, family, health, and with other people, you just have that drive. So for us, I'm curious to know, like um, in a lighter note, how does Dr. Sterling recharge? Like, how do you, what do you do for fun? And what um, what keeps you waking up in the morning and say, Hey, you know what? I, I'm grateful for what I have.
2: Yeah, that's a good question. And I think it kind of changes with time. But for me, at the end of like most of my days, like I like to go to the gym. That honestly, for me, is it's great because it's healthy and it helps me to decompress. I just put on loud music. I get to do my own thing and I just work out. I get a good sweat. I feel great. And oftentimes I get great ideas in the gym. I'm like, good, I'm going to type that up. Okay, good. And it's a good kind of like end of the day, just like think about everything that happened, contemplate stuff coming up. And I get to just concentrate on good, hard exercise. But after I've been like, let's say with COVID and everything, I was just like, I need to do something. And and for me, there's like a time of like, in order to decompress, I can do two things. I can either like go hard at the gym and exercise and sweat and crazy, or I can like go to a pool and a beach and just like hang out in the sun and just just like relax and be okay with the fact that I don't have to do anything for a few hours, because oftentimes I think I have to do so much all the time, constantly. And if I'm not, then I feel almost kind of bad. Like I'm not doing enough. I should be doing more. And there are times where I'm like, I'm just taking three hours and I'm going to be really, I'm not going to do anything. And I'm going to be okay with that just to like decompress. And I think also Tra- traveling out of your sphere is good, like going to a different state. It just helps you kind of understand the perspective of everything, and you're like, you know what, I I do got it pretty good. I love my parents, I love my family, I got good friends. Then you're like, okay, good. I'm jazzed up. Let's go again. So it's kind of like a few of those things for me. Oh, absolutely.
1: We can totally appreciate that and. I wanted to highlight that because the, the two types that you define was two types of self-care, right? Like one is <laughs> you're going to the gym for me. I'm opposite. I like to be at sunrise by five I'm right at the gym and then I'm ready to go. It's almost mm-hmm. like my recharge until like then by six I'm like doozing off. Right. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then the other side is, is just the beach and it's so hard because I had to learn that the hard way too. It's like, I felt guilty not being productive, but yeah recognizing how we felt right after and the awareness i'm like you know what now i'm ready to help more people and you know so exactly thank you for sharing that sam do you have any other
0: yeah i was just thinking to myself that's that's totally the the plight of a former athlete feeling like you're not working (laughs) hard enough (laughs) (laughs) yeah totally totally. being able to relax is is a new skill that you have to learn so it's just I was listening to you say that I'm like, I go through this on, on like a weekly basis with myself. So I get it. Yeah. But no, that's really cool. And that's probably one of the most genuine answers I think we've received from a lot of people. And so thank you for sharing that because that is a struggle for a lot of people like knowing whether or not to put in more work or give yourself the space to recharge so that yeah. you can be more effective when you are present with people. So yeah, thanks for absolutely. sharing that. Of course, of course.
1: Yeah. And as we wind down, you know, as closing out, we want to open the floor to you, Dr. Sterling. What would you tell our listeners out there that either you know share the same passion or wanting to give more light to others, but really not sure where to start and also another that whatever's coming from your heart for these guys, you know the floor I would open the floor to you and last but not least, where they could contact you as well?
2: Well, I just had like a ton of ideas, so I'll try not to sure. talk for too long, <laughs> but I don't know, I feel like I feel like you know, it's interesting, but I feel like a lot of the, you know, cause we all have our struggles and our tough days and all that. And I think, um, I think we just have to understand that it's not always easy for everyone. And also, I don't know, it's this idea that I've been playing with also that, that it's okay if you want to be the most, you know, success, successful person, have the m- most amount of everything and be, the highest person in your industry. And that's your goal, but that doesn't have to be everyone's goal. You can be like, I don't, that's just not me. And you can, and just because other people think that's how you should feel, you don't have to be like that. So there are people that are like, I'm totally okay when I make a couple hundred grand a year and I'm with my family, I'm in the country. I'm, this is happy me. You don't need to. So I just think it's, it's important to just constantly, check in with who you are and what makes you happy. And if things change, don't try to fight it and just be like, okay, I might not want that anymore. And that's totally okay. I think that that's something that I've been like understanding too, is that I'm like, you know, just trying to talk and just understand with how things progress. And I'm like, man, that, that was unpleasant. Do I want to keep doing that or not? Or like, is it, is it just unpleasant because I haven't pushed hard enough through the unpleasantness and then it'll be good. And it's this thing that sometimes you have to experience. And that's what I've been having to go through a lot here in Florida is um, it's been great, but it's, it's also, there are a couple, you know, a couple times in the day where it's, it might be slower And I'm like, I'm used to having like 25 to 40 patients a day. And now the other day I had like three and I'm like going crazy. And I'm like, ah, you know, and I'm like, okay, this is, this is part of it. And this is it. And, and, but it's growing and it's good. And, and I know I'll be able to talk about it. Like, oh, I remember when I had three one day and it was like terrible and, but it was great. And, and I just have to understand that that's part of it hopefully that kind of helps and just understand that there are kind of two pulling sides to kind of everything. And, and it's okay to just play with either side until you understand more of you and what makes you happy. And, and that's ultimately the goal. And also if you, if your goal is to be the highest of everything and and the, the hugest in your area, then totally fine. But just also know that it's going to take a lot more effort than you think. Like everything you want to accomplish also for all of those, like all of the, all of like the doers out there. thing that I've learned too is that usually like how much effort you think it's going to take, you've got to like, honestly, 10 X that just to probably hit that. And you're like, shoot, I didn't think it was going to take this much work, but it usually takes a lot more than you even think it could possibly maybe take. And you just got to be okay with that and understand like, wow, okay, I got, I got my butt kicked. I need to keep going. And then that's also part of it, but that's part of the grind and the accomplishment of it too, is that once you accomplish it, you're like, wow, I did so much, but that's also how come people will look up to you because they're like, that was not easy. And he did this, this, and this. So it's kind of like, you got to earn your stripes. And um, that's what I would say to all the people who are, the entrepreneurs, the go doers, and just want to do big, big things. That's just something I would keep in mind for sure. And then real quick, if anyone is interested in following me or contacting me, Instagram is great. Um, and or TikTok. So Instagram it's at Dr. Sterling, all spelled out. D O C T O R Sterling, same with TikTok. And those I'm pretty responsive on. Um, you can even, I think my email's up there so you can email me off that, but that's probably the, best, the two easiest ways.
1: Thank you, Dr. Sterling. And thank you for the openness and also being very genuine about that. And we have to have you back once, six months from now. Yeah. <laughs> check in. It's like, hey, how are you feeling right now? But no, <laughs> yeah, thank, you I would love for, thank you for being truthful. You know, Sam, do you have any other? um
0: Yeah, it was it was refreshing hearing you talk and speak kind of from the heart like that, because so much of what you shared is... A lot of our mission and our goal here of providing tools, resources, and, and voices for people in all industries to really discover their path for themselves and what success means. So that was just unscripted, like perfect alignment. So really appreciate that. Well, good. I'm glad.
1: And yeah. I have to
0: say too, Dr. Sterling, you're doing fantastic.
1: So anytime yeah. that you, you have that, just remember that we've, we've said that to you.
2: Yeah, I appreciate that. That means a
1: lot. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, we can close this out. We, we're always closing out our podcast with things that we're grateful for. For me, I'm grateful for the networking side and having Dr. Sterling over today. That was really huge for us. Sam, what's yours?
0: I was gonna go with uh, social media actually, because other than that, we wouldn't have ever had the chance to connect and and Fitz do his thing with building great relationships and <laughs> getting you on the show. So <laughs> definitely thankful for that. But Sterling, how about you? Yeah, I mean, I'm grateful for
2: those too. i I'm a big fan of social media, but for me, I'm grateful for um, the kindness in people. As I've been here, I've been open and just telling people like, look, I'm a brand new office, trying to get a lot of patients, come and help me out, show some support. And they're like, oh my God, totally. Like I got a friend, I'll help you out. It just, It's just great to to be around people that are, that are open and genuine. And if, if you're kind of like um, genuine too, they, they are, they are open to that. They're like, I'll help. Like people genuinely enjoy helping. So I think that's what I'm extremely grateful for is those, that stuff coming from good people is is awesome.
1: So good. Well, before we go, Sam, I'll, I'll hand you over the give our listeners where we could, where they could contact us.
0: Absolutely, as I enjoy doing. So, <laughs> you, uh, for social media, if you want to find us, that's at and route to success three six five on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and Pinterest individually at Sam Boyer or Fitz DeSanto on LinkedIn. And then you can contact us directly at our email, alohafitzsam at gmail.com. Thank you, Sam Boyer. Thank you, Dr. Sterling. It's been
1: such an honor. And thank you for taking the time to spread some light to our listeners and to us too. I've learned so much in this episode as well.
2: Yeah, I appreciate it. This was awesome. This went extremely, this, this was great. And it was just an easy combo. And I'm glad I was able to help you and hopefully some people out there out. Thank you so much. All right, guys, as we close out, we
1: always say, remember, even small victory is worth, worth to be grateful for. Have a good one, guys. Take care. See ya.